Yo, it's your boy Robin, back at it again with a brand new episode of the Never Jaded Podcast, giving flowers to Asian creators. I'm joined by my co-host, Cal. What's good, brother? Everything's good, man. It's another day, another day we got your podcast, so it's great to be here. We're, we're, we're getting the ball rolling for this podcast because we we've been getting a lot of good episodes lined up, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm loving the conversations and the people that we are getting on is super dope. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they 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 definitely need the flowers and I'm happy that we're able to give them the flowers. Everybody deserves their shine and real talk, I hope I hope, you know, they blow up and then so so we could say like, yo, we we interviewed them during that grind era, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're the best A&R people. That's exactly. that's where we're trying to get at. <laughs> exactly. Which brings us to our episode today, okay? Today's episode is actually a little special for me, you know what I'm saying? Um, if if you know me, or anybody that knows me already knows that I'm a hip-hop guy, right? I've been in the culture for 10 plus years, okay? And today's guest is a hip-hop artist that I have a lot of respect for, right? Who was pretty influential to me in my youth, you know? Um, probably one of the first Asian artists that I really looked up to. So I can't believe we got him on the show, man. It's, it's going to be surreal talking to him today because, you know, I look, at, I look up to this guy like a big bro, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but without further ado, let's just, let's just bring him on the show so we can talk to him. Welcome to the show. DYP, what's good, brother? What up? What up? Good to be here, <laughs> man. It's an honor. It's an honor. You know what I mean? Again, like I said, it's so surreal. Like seeing you on the screen, we're talking face to face right now because, yo, it, it it's it's been a long time. It's like been a long time, definitely it's since been a long time. I since I've like discovered you online. Um, how are you doing these days? Where are you where are you uh where are you tuning in from right now? So I'm out in uh, Jersey. I always mm-hmm. been like kind of East Coast, you know what I mean? Like, Word. Um, yeah, I came up and I was actually born in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's where my parents met. They met at college, so I was born there. Um, you know, I grew up there, um, and then eventually my family moved to Queens. And you know, I spent a lot of summers in Queens and stuff like that too, Long Island and all that. And then, um, yeah, I went to school in Philly. I just been up and down the East Coast, you know what I mean? Back mm-hmm. to New York, lived in Manhattan for a while, and then just kind of settled in the middle in Jersey, you know what I mean? There were like two years where I went out Midwest to like Omaha, Nebraska. Whoa, what the Whoa, heck? Oh, that is really <laughs> random. That was, that was like the, the hidden years, DYP, the hidden years. <laughs> Definitely. But um, now I got stories from all over though. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. Um, but yeah, right now I'm in Jersey. I'm like right outside of New York, like 10 minutes out of New York. Yo, like there's so much. I can't like, again, I can't even believe I'm talking to you right now. There's so much, I ha- so much questions that I have for you. Um, Man, let's get into it. Let's get into it. You know? Okay, you know what? Let's start off with you know. Okay, so right now you're 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 going by DYP. When I first discovered you, you were DYP, the Golden Child, right? right. Uh, I've and with hip hop monikers, I've always so curious with um, the genesis, the origin right. stories of the of the of the name. And now that I get to talk to you face to face. Where where did the name come from, man? DYP, the Golden Child. 
you, you get into like exclusive info, man. It's like stuff. Nobody <laughs> oh, let's get into it. I did an interview about this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. All right. So, you know, like I always heard, you know, like you can't make up your own name. Like you got to get that name given to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people always said that. Right. Um. But I guess, you know, people used to call, this is like when Biggie was popping, like people called me the notorious DYP. Right. Ooh, that was just like my okay. name. I was like yeah. I was just known. Like this is even before I was really like a rapper. You know what I mean? Okay. I was just like I was just like a dude that you know was always up to something. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they just called me the notorious DYP because I was always getting into something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it started with that. That's kind of where like the DYP thing came from. And then um, yeah, man, I was actually I remember I was like uh, I had a job at, at a bar. I got hooked up with this crazy job when I was 18 years old um working at this bar in new york city you know what i mean and it's like it was wild man it was like just wild time celebrities like just crazy really wow and um it was there like everyone was always just like you know like asian people you know what i mean like i I was just kind of like the young asian dude you know what i mean so they just called me the golden child you know what i mean (laughs) like because i always had like the golden ticket to things you know what i mean like because you know if you're a bartender in nyc like you know people always trying to hook you off trying to get on your good side so, you know, I got tickets to like all these fly places, uh, all that stuff. Right. So people just call me the golden child. They're like, yo, you're like the golden child. Man. <laughs> you know, you always get into places. So, you know, I just those things just came together. You know what I mean? So it just became DYP, the golden child. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but now I just go by DYP. So, you know, as you guys probably know, you know, like I'm like a Christian artist now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a whole story behind that, too. But we'll get into that, I'm sure. For sure. But um yeah, you know, I had a long layoff in between there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of things happened that kind of brought me back to rap. I actually didn't want to come back to rap, believe it or not. Seriously? I was actually, yeah. like, fighting against it for, like, two years. I really didn't want to do it. And, uh, yeah, man, it was just undeniable. Like, I felt like God was calling me back into rap for, like, a different reason this time, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and as I came back, um, you know, I, I started thinking, like, yo, what am I going to go by, man? I don't want to go by the golden child no more you know what i mean mm-hmm. especially i don't know if you guys know like bible stories but like you know like they have like golden idols and things like that okay. you know what I mean? yeah. so i was like yo i don't want to be like an idol or nothing yeah. You know what I mean? yeah so you know i thought of a couple of different names but then none of them was really working for me and then uh i was like yo let me just go by dyp you know what i mean dyp that's it mm-hmm. you know that's always what i was that's who i am but what's crazy is you know like as i kind of settled on that name you know, I was like praying and I felt like God gave me like a, a purpose behind that name, not just my initials. So he just laid it out for me. It was just discover your purpose. You know what I mean? Discover Ooh. your purpose. Mm, that's and deep. That's actually going to be the name of like a, a future album. It's not even I'm working on two other albums right now, but that might be like the third album. Discover your purpose. But it's crazy because that's kind of like what I'm really about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm about now. I feel like God kind of like made me to uh, just be like an encourager. You know what I mean? And to like mm-hmm. help people discover what their purpose is. It's funny that you say that because even even back then, I know I know like like it's like two different eras of DYPs. But even in your early eras in your music, I I feel like it was kind of the same. You know, like even to, to me to me because like I look up to you like a big bro, like real talk. You know, so your music even back then, even though it was like a lot more raw. You know what I'm saying? And aggressive uh, in the hip hop sense. Yeah. But the themes in the music was still very, it was very deep, man. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get into some of the music. Um, have you always been 
like just like kind of kind of very conscious kind of guy it's it's interesting because like you know like when you're in it you don't yeah. really like you don't get a good view of it you know uh -huh. i always compare it to like you know like when you're when there's like a storm going on you're in the middle of the storm you can't really see it for what it is you know what i mean like but the mm. people outside can kind of look at it differently yeah but you're not the first person that said that like a lot of people like a lot of people that have been rocking with me since back then mm -hmm. yeah they said the same thing they're like yo you were always like a spiritual dude though yeah. like, before <laughs> even like christian thing and all that i'm just like word i was i was like <laughs> i didn't feel like i was that me like i was i felt like i was straight you know just mm -hmm. wilding out all the time you know but um yeah i guess because you know like when you write a lot of times you know a lot of times when you're writing, it's like at night, you know what I mean? You're like alone, you're just like thinking about stuff, you know what I mean? So that's usually when the pen comes out and you start writing. And I, I guess that's when you get into those deep thoughts. So I guess that's like, that's kind of where that comes from. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Man. But um, no, I mean, I don't know. Like there's a, I, I feel like there's a lot of different layers to me. Like if some, someone asked me like, oh, you're such a spiritual type of dude. I'm like, I never thought of myself that way. Cause like, if you meet me in person, I'm like, you know, I like to have a good time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I like to talk to people. I like to just, you know, make everybody feel good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not always sitting there like philosophizing and things like that. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I definitely enjoy that too. You know, like I'm like the late night conversation king. You know what I mean? Like when people come over my crib, it's like, yo, we staying up till three, five, three, three, four, five in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gonna get deep. So, yeah, I mean, but I yeah. get that vibe from you right now. You know what I mean? You seem like a pretty uh, chill, down to earth, laid back type of dude. Um, now that we got you here, I really want to ask you. You know, like, what were you like as a kid? Like, did you grow up? You so you grew up in in Jersey? You said. Now, I grew up in Syracuse, New York. Okay. And then, um, you know, I, I grew up in Syracuse. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Syracuse at all. I, I know there's a big school there or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. It's, it's like in the middle of New York, um, probably like three and a half hours out the city. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of like where I grew up. That's like where like some people from there, like Post Malone's from there. Oh, Andy Vigno, like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're from there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I grew up there. I, I spent a lot of time in Queens growing up too, just like summer times and things like that with a lot of family out there and then um wait what was the question about that well i mean i mean you're kind of answering it but yeah uh, like How'd you grew up your childhood you grew up in new york and to oh, us what i was like as a kid and to us you know you know me as a hip-hop guy you know new york is the mecca right so uh growing up in new york what like was hip-hop just always like a normal thing like when, when did you get into that culture yeah, man. You know, I was thinking about that question. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of seeps in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was always into, yo, if, if you asked me when I was a kid, like that I would grow up and like hip hop, like I'd be like a, being a rapper was like my main identity. Like it, it would have sounded crazy to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when I actually kind of think about it, it makes sense because I was always like a creative kid, you know, mm -hmm. um, when I was a kid, like whatever I was into, like it wasn't enough for me to just be into it. Like I had to like do it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, I used to read comic books. I, I was, like, all into comic books. But it wasn't enough for me to just, like, read them and collect comic books. Like, I had to make my own. You know what I mean? Mm. I got all official with it. I, like, numbered everything, right? And then, like, you know, I started getting into, like, movies and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, I want, I want to make my own little short movies. You know what I mean? And so I was always like that. You know what I mean? Like, whatever I was into. So naturally, you know, like, the more I got into music and hip-hop, um, I think it was just, like, a natural thing. And then when I think about it, like I was always into music, 
And I didn't, I never thought of myself as like a musical type of person. Cause like, you know, I took a couple, you know, I tried a couple instruments out, but I'm not like, I can't like pick up a guitar and, and, you know, get busy on it or anything like that. I took piano for like seven years, but man, I can't play nothing. <laughs> All I want to do, I've walked away from that. I just wanted to play basketball at the time, but um, nah. So I never thought of myself as like a musical type dude. But when I think about it and I think back, like, yo, I was always like, I was always into music, like all types of music. Like I was always into like oldies, like everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Whatever I could mm-hmm. get my hands on, I would just like dig into it and just get to know it. So I actually have like a very broad range of like music that I'm into. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but as who, far as Who, who put you on though? Who put you on for, uh, on the music? So, you know, like for me, like how I discovered you, yeah. right? Uh, it was my homie, uh, Zach Sesse. It was in grade nine. He had an older brother, you know, and you, you know, when you got the older brothers, they're more hip to the, to the music. Right. So he would always put us on, uh, so what's hot on the underground right now. And, you know, at that time he was like, yo, check out DYP. So, you know, um, so for you, like who was that for you? Who, who put you on the, to the, to the music that you listen to? That's a great question, man. Cause I was, I was literally thinking about this dude today. It's it's, it's (laughs) a dude that I kind of grew up with that I have not talked to in like, forever you know what i mean mm-hmm. but this dude i was actually thinking about it like he put me on to a lot of stuff he was like Word. a couple years older than me and mm-hmm. he was um yeah man he he put me on the hip-hop like he used to you know he's like, yo listen to this check this out you know what i mean um he put me on to a lot of bad stuff too you know what I mean? i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he, was, he was kind of that dude for me you know what i mean because i i have an older brother but he's like we're like night and day like he Word, was not eh? any of that, you know what i mean so yeah yeah, this other dude, like he he put me on the hip hop. Um, he was kind of like the main dude that kind of introduced me all that. And I don't know, man. I was I was always kind of like even before I was like hip hop. Like I was always kind of like hip hop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the basketball like, and everything too, right? Yeah, so. I, just, I always just got down with the culture as, as far as you know, just the vibe and the attitude of it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think just like the more I got into it, I just really identified with it. And um. Yeah, man, I love hip hop, man. I'm like a hip hop head, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, I already know, man. man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what were the earlier hip hop people that were like, oh, this is what got me into it for real, for real? Like, what what was the one that like, because of you, like my world changed that kind of vibe? Because I could sense that there are a lot for you to get you to continue to do it till this day. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, like just the classics. You know what I mean? The classic era, like. It's, it's the same answers as everybody, you know what I mean? Like Nas, mm. Big E, you know what I mean? Um, I was never that into like Jay-Z that much. Mm. Oh, no? I mean, like, I, I respect his his penmanship and all that, you know what I mean? But I don't know, like, for me, it, it, he felt a little repetitive sometimes, you know what I mean? Oh, word. Yeah. I mean, nah, he was dope, man. I, mean, like, <laughs> I, know, I know that's not a popular opinion, but. Yeah, yeah. For me, like, yeah, like Nas is crazy, you know what I mean? And, you know, my main thing was always, like, Wu-Tang. Like, I was always, like, a Wu head. Yeah. I was a big-time Wu-Tang head. Um, I actually, like, got crazy obsessed with them for, like, a long time, you know? Like, I was... That's, like, my main thing that I was into. Yeah. Um, A lot of people don't get Wu-Tang either, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really... Because Wu doesn't always make sense. And, you know, they got, like, their own kind of universe going on, you know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like if, if you're not familiar with the lingo and kind of what they're about and just kind of like they're kind of abstract sometimes, you know, for sure. Mm. So like, it, it could get a little obscure, you know, obtuse, uh-huh. is obtuse. Yeah. 
when you listen to DYP's music, I don't know, Kyle, if you checked it out uh, beforehand, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you could hear, like in, in, in the cadence, the flow, you could hear like what kind of era this guy is oh, yeah. from, you know what I'm saying? Like even now, like it's a hint of that boom bap, like that classic boom bap um, era, which is like fire to me, you know? Um, but what what when was the first time that you're like, yo, I I want to try. I want to give this a try. Like, what what was when was that, and what was the story there? Yeah, man. Um, wow, man. Now, like I said, I was always like a creative dude, mm-hmm. and I remember like just riding the buses and just like I started writing like poems. You know what I mean? Oh, where they were basically raps. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like nothing flowery or nothing like that. It was like they were just straight up raps, but I didn't really realize it at the time. You know. But why? Why did you want to write poetry? What like what, I don't know, what man. got you into like, it? <laughs> Is it to get the girls? That's, yeah. that's a normal thing. You know what? It wasn't even that. It was. It was literally <laughs> like I just like I said. Like I was always like this creative thing. So like if I'm listening mm-hmm. to a lot of music and you know that was just I was just getting more and more into hip hop, and it was just I think it was just something natural that was coming coming out of me. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I just feel like writing stuff. You know what I mean? So, and what were these poems about? What were the themes there? Oh, were, they, were they hella woke as well? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was just like knucklehead teenage <laughs> stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was just like boasting and bragging. Type, <laughs> for sure. But I think the first real time, like, I I felt like I actually, like, wrote, like, like I actually made an actual song mm-hmm. was um this dude, um he worked at, like, a, I mean, he, he had, like, a little gig at, like, this college radio station. So we, we like, got we were like all messed up one night. We were like drunk, whatever, you know, doing what we do. And we went up in there into the radio station. Right. And we just started putting on records. And um, I think we, we like, we said, yo, let's, let's write something to this and rap to this right now, you know? And then, yeah, I just, I just started writing some raps and like, um, it was just like, I think the night before, like we went to the beach or something like that. And we're just mm-hmm. wilding out. So I just wrote about that, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just talking about like, like chilling at the Jersey shore, all this stuff, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah. And then like, I just spit it like on the radio. <laughs> it was like on college radio. Like oh, that was like the first thing I ever wrote, you know what I mean? But then I guess they recorded it. So the next day, like everybody was just tripping. They were like playing it, you know, like, cause they had the recording, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were just playing it. They're like, yo, DYP went off, you know what I mean? This and that. So that was like the first real track that I, I mean, first real rap I wrote, like, there wasn't no like song structure or hook or nothing, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that was the first thing. And then um, literally the next song I wrote, which I consider like the first song I actually wrote, like it was pretty dope. It was like, <laughs> it was like one rhyme scheme for like 80 bars straight. Like it was crazy. Wow. Wow. That's kind of like my calling card, you know? Like I just, I like to go with the same rhyme over and over. Yeah. Syllables mm-hmm. and all that, you know? I like the art. Mm-hmm. So after that track where you like, yo, this is what I want to do. Like I want to be a rapper. This is the path. See, I didn't think about it like like that yet. Like, I didn't think about it like I'm going to be a rapper. I literally uh-huh. was like just doing it. was just so natural. You know what I mean? Like, really? it was just coming out of me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember like very clearly like the first like three songs I wrote. Because like, I, you know, I, I ended up putting them on like a little mixtape that I just circulated mm-hmm. in, in like uh, the Philly area mostly. But um, yeah, it was... Uh, they were they were pretty good songs. Like I, I listen to it now and I'm like, oh, that's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like there was like fire there. There was like, you know, the lyrics was there, you know what I mean? You know, I would I love like, to get a hold of that mixtape, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Play something for you, you know what I mean? So So when I discovered you, like I said, uh, my homie's uh, older brother put us on 
to your music. And at that time, um, like there were like in the mainstream, there were no like Asian artists, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the only person that we really, that really like put us on in the underground was believe it or not, it was MC Jin, you know? Um, at that time he just destroyed the, the seven weeks on freestyle at Friday. Um, and then like, I remember it was like the last week, right? Right before he announced the, Rough the Rider, Rough thing, Rider yeah. signing, like he shouted out AZNRaps.com, right? And I'm dating better. my, I'm that. dating myself here. I'm dating myself here, but he did <laughs> shout out the website, right? So at that time, like me and my homie, like any, all my homies that were like into hip hop yeah. th that were Asian, we're like, whoa, yo, what is this website? So we, so we go on the website and literally it was like a message board. At that time, there was like a lot of rap message boards. Um, and that's where we discovered um, the whole community of underground Asian rap artists. You were one of the main ones on there that was featured on there. Um, other people that be became like even like mega stars were like Far oh, yeah. East Movement, sure. Dumbfounded was on there. Um, uh, I, I I see you like used to roll with like Flo Sick, Sick. Uh, yeah. who, who was um, in the group Asiatics. That was signed mm. by Cash Money, right? So you like you were in that class uh, of uh, Asian artists. Like, what was that era like? Like, how did you, how did you discover that okay. that community? And yeah. uh, you still you still rocking with any of those guys? No, those are good questions. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. even know to be honest how I stumbled upon Asian raps. Yeah. Um, and like for me, like let me rewind a little bit. Like, I've always felt like an outsider, like wherever I'm at. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I just, you know, I don't know if it's just something that the way I perceive it or if I'm actually an outsider, but I always felt like an, an anomaly, like wherever I went. Mm -hmm. So like before that, like, like, as you were saying, like message boards and things like that were, was like a rarity, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. and like, even like an Asian rapper was a crazy rarity, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was used to just always being in like, you know, I was used to always kind of being like the only Asian dude up in the spot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm um like i would like rock like little open mics i would rock like you know just go to like hip-hop shows and things like that and it was like just i was like the only asian dude there you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what i was used to but i was okay with it like i i, I always liked like a challenge or like i, I kind of embrace being the anomaly or like the weird you know the, the odd man out or or like the, the person that you know walks in everyone's like yo who's that dude why is he here you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i always kind of embrace that um and I, I really just didn't come up around like a lot of Asians, like as far as hip hop, you know, mm -hmm. like I didn't have like a big Asian crew or nothing like that. You know what I mean? I was like a loner, you know what I mean? Like, Lord, eh? <laughs> but it was, a, it was cool. I mean, I, I had my peoples, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like a typical like Asian crew type type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, even like the people that I originally like started rapping with, like, you know, it was all like hood dudes, like you know I mean? <laughs> things like that. Um, but I think Asian rap, I, I'm trying to remember like how I, how I came across it. I mean, whatever it was, like when I, I remember when I discovered, I was like, oh, where there's like other Asians that like rap. I was like, get out of here, you know? Yeah. But um, at the time, like, you know, I, I was obviously a different person, but I, I had like a bad attitude about it, I think. Cause oh, you know, really? I'm, I'm thinking oh. like, 
I, I'm thinking like I'm probably like a little more street than all these dudes. You know what I mean? Oh, word. So you know, like back then, it was all yeah. about like street cred and all that. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, yo, message like, boards are pretty nerdy, so it's like yeah, I, I, yeah. I get where you're coming from. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like you know, when I discovered you know Asian raps, and you know, like let me say, like I'm very thankful for Asian raps. Like that was a great platform. I miss it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and definitely like there was like a community there and it was important. You know what I mean? And like you said, like a lot of people came up out of there. Mm -hmm. and, like I'm proud of that. You know what I mean? I'm proud of them. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, like when I first got there, you know, I was like, I was like cocky, had a bad attitude. <laughs> you know I, mean? mm -hmm. I was always like humble, like in, in reality, but yeah. Like as far as like I was like yo I'm I'm gonna crush these dudes you know what I mean yeah like, yeah, yeah. I had that type of attitude which I guess for a rapper at that time that's all right you know what I mean mm, um yeah. but um no nah, I was I was definitely like you know there were definitely some dudes on there that I was just like oh word like yeah they got skills they got skills like mm -hmm. and you gotta understand like everywhere I went I was like the only Asian dude that could rap you know what I mean so it's like for me to see other dudes that got skills I was like okay word this is what's up you know mm -hmm. um. I do wish, I do wish like we handled that era differently. Like I look, I, this is like years later, I, I thought back on it and I looked back on it and I was like, yo, we, we could have done something. Like if we were more unified, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I felt like everybody was in competition with each other, you know, in mm. a way, like even yeah. if we were cool with each other, it was like, everybody was just kind of like trying to be the dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hip hop, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I look back on it now and I'm just like, yo, if we like, if we like clicked up and like, we're kind of like this unified movement that everybody was riding with, like mm -hmm. we could have really done something, you know? Yeah. Um, as far as your question about like, who, like, who, who was I cool with back then? Um, I mean, obviously like flow sick, like we're cool. Um not too many, man. It was just like flow sick and them dudes, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, the East Coast guys. Dudes. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. It was like a little crew. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually this manager, he flew out from California and like he was interested in signing us all like as a group. Oh like, word. Oh word. Like, this, like Asian Wu Tang group. Basically. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. No, it was the MCs was serious. It was like me, it was flow sick, it was uh I don't know if you guys remember Jay General. I do remember the tracks that you guys were all on, man. Like, like all the tracks that you guys, like you, like you said, it was raw, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just straight bars. So I, I miss that. <laughs> it was uh, Noose. You guys remember Noose? I remember, yeah. He didn't yeah. do a lot, but he was raw. His delivery, everything was raw. So yeah, yeah. like they, there was like six of us and they was going to put us together. But the, uh, I think the contract was basically like, you know, like all, all of us had to do it. Oh, okay. Like, we all had to agree, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, like it's hard to get six different dudes from all over the place. Like we're from all over. Like three of us from from New York, mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. of them, you know, West Coast, Seattle, and all over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that that didn't really go through, but um, that would have been crazy, man. They were talking about yeah. like, they were talking about like basically like moving all of, all of us out to California into like a Wu Mansion type situation. Ooh. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, yo, six yeah. all like. Asian MCs up in one crib doing nothing. It'll be wild. Music. Yeah. No, they man. fumbled the they fumbled the bag there, man. Cause yo, all you guys together, that would have been a dope group, man. Ahead of their time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, them. Um I'm cool with like Snacky Chan. I don't I don't know how much he was. Oh on shoot. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chan, Chan's a cool dude. Um there's like other people that weren't really on Asian raps that were like Asians, like that mm -hmm. I thought 
come across and we were cool with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, yeah, like Far East Movement. Like I remember when they first came on, actually, they actually produced, they gave me a couple like beats to like, you know, to rock over. So a couple oh, of my right. songs are actually produced by Far East Movement. That's crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> you know, you know the, uh, what You Want Me To Be, that track? That, that yo that was that was produced by far east movement yeah, yeah that, oh my that, god that's that. one of my uh, favorite tracks man <laughs> produced by them yeah yo far east movement like people don't know like back then they were pretty hip-hop man like their yeah. sound was so different like yeah, way yeah. back so it's crazy to see um the evolution. their come up and everything yeah, yeah. um we won't dwell too much on the past but i got one more question that you know because again like there's the tracks that you did in that era were like some next level shit, man. Um, there's one particular track that I really want to talk about because this track is the one that really made me a DYP fan. You know what I'm saying? And it was 35 years. Mm. Okay. Um, and I don't even know if you know this, but people are still uploading this track. Like if you go on YouTube, people people oh, are still uploading this track. Um, you Do you want to give the audience like a little... A summary background. of like what the song's about and and how it came together yeah all right well that's crazy um yeah 35 years is it, it's basically a track that uh kind of breaks down um the occupation of korea by uh the japanese this mm-hmm. is from like 1910 to 1945 and you know like it was weird like you know i grew up in america obviously but like my parents were always just like being like yo don't trust japanese people you know what i mean like oh word <laughs> yeah they was always like that you know what yeah. i mean but like i don't really know any japanese people to begin with but um it was just like a whatever type talk you know what i mean but um and i you know i never really thought about it much and no one i knew like no other korean people i knew like ever really talked about it either so to me it was just like a whatever thing you know like i didn't i didn't really think about it like that much you know but that track came about because I don't know what came over me, but it was I remember it vividly. Like I was I was just sitting at at, at my computer and, you know, I used to write in my notebook. Right. And um, I was just working on different beats and I came to that beat and. Um, I don't know, man, it was, it was like late at night, too. It was like probably past midnight when I put the beat on and then like immediately I was just like, yo, I feel like I should write a song about like Korea and their history and all that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, I wasn't like a scholar or anything on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yo, I spent all night, like just like reading up on it, like all the information I could find on it. I was just like reading everything. You know what I mean? Just eating it all up. And um, literally like the song wrote itself. I wrote the whole song that night. Wow. I was just reading everything, absorbing everything. And then I just sat there and I wrote the whole song. Um, front to back and then um i recorded it in the morning so like wow. the recording that you hear i mean it's a bad recording yeah but the recording that you hear is like was done at like six in the morning like after i was up all night writing it you know what i mean wow so that that was it that was like the whole thing you know what i mean um but it's kind of crazy because there's a connection there like my grandfather i don't know the full story but he was kind of like an important figure in um in like you know during that time Mm-hmm. Like my grandfather was like, uh, I don't know exactly like the whole story, but he was kind of like this freedom fighter type dude who was kind of like standing up to them, you know. Um, I mean, he, he passed away now, but he was like prominent enough that like the Korean, like um, basically like the Smith. What is it? What's what's like the the cemetery for like national heroes? Smithsonian? Oh, no. 
right? Whatever it's called. It's like the army and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like the memorial. Yeah, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's Smithsonian. Anyways. Like the one in Korea, like the Korean version of that. Mm, like okay. They, they want to fly my my grandfather's body there. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Like yeah, he was like that. Yeah. So that's why at the end of the song I said like you know, I I said something about you know I'm doing this for my grandfather, the, the original DYP, because he was DYP too. You know what I mean? So mm. wow! Now we get the whole story. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. Crazy. Um, what was the what was the reaction like to that track? Because like even for me, like okay, me and Kyle, we're not we're not Korean. I'm mm-hmm. Cantonese. I'm Chinese from Hong Kong. But yeah. even as a young kid listening to that track, like it gave me chills down my spine. Very powerful. Like, yeah. Listening to that track, it's like yeah. it, it 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 sparked up something in me, you know, to like to like never forget your cultural history, you know, right. and of who you are, uh, of uh, like as Asian people, right? Every every culture has got their own history, right? And it was a crazy track, man. So it's funny to say that you didn't think you were like a super spiritual conscious dude, but that track was like super, super deep, super man. Deep. You know, so like, what was the what was the reaction like when you first put it out? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting chills right now, man. Chills <laughs> 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 right now, man. Um, yeah. Nah, it was crazy. It was, um, you know, like obviously back then, like it's not like social media, like how it mm-hmm. is now, you know, but. Mm-hmm. oh yeah like it was it was kind of like what you said like a lot of people were like yo this track is crazy like it made me cry like all types of things you know um i did i remember getting um contacted by he was like a senator like some sen- some korean senator like what i forgot what state he was, but yeah he he contacted me and he just you know kind of gave me props i think that was really like the first song that i i got a bunch of like interviews for like from like non-Asian rap type sites, you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> so yeah, like I did yeah. a few interviews with that. And then, um, you know, like a couple like different colleges and things like that invited me out, mm-hmm. to, like form the song. So yeah, it was a big song as far as that was concerned, you know? Um, but more than that, like for me, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy I made that song because I've always believed in the power of hip hop. Like mm-hmm. the, that, because more than any other music, like I feel like so much other music is like it's more emotional or it's more like a feel, you know, but like hip hop is like very explicitly like verbal, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to tell you my thoughts, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm gonna, in, in very clear terms, you know what I mean? So I thought I love that song because it's it just shows you like the power of, of hip hop, like like you guys, like you guys saying like you're not even Korean and it's like mm-hmm. you're feeling it like mm-hmm. that. You know? So, yeah, I'm I'm just wondering, like. You said you got a good response. People loved it, which for sure they would. But how about like the actual like Korean community that are like older generation? He, did they did it get to them? Did they say anything about it, or it's kind of like where? Oh yeah, it's great. You make a song. The about- senator hit him up, yeah. man. <laughs> no, I mean like how about the, the ones that are, you know the older Koreans in the Boy. church community? Those types where like oh did mm. they hear it? What was their response? Or or were like oh man, this young kid doing hip hop talking about Korean history. Were they, were they like that or how was it like? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, you know, like back then I was like a wild knucklehead. Type, <laughs> I mean, like, so like it wasn't like I was hanging around a lot of older people who, yeah. you know, who would have set me straight. You know what I mean? But um, the people that I did encounter, yeah, like they they were like very like appreciative of the track. Um, I remember the first time like like my dad heard the track. So like there was like an article written about it. Oh, word. So then, um, you know, I, I showed it to my dad and yeah. 
And he was like blown away. He was like, I can't believe you made this. Like, this is crazy. Like, he was like blown away. Like, he just kept listening to it over and over. And I was just wow. like, I was just like, yo, that's 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 pretty cool, you know. But um, no, I mean, like, I was actually thinking, this is a couple years ago. Like when I first started getting back into rap, I was like, I thought of that song, and I was like, yo, I feel like I should make like a legit like a better recording and just kind of. I mean, so That'd be great. Yeah. I, I did have that thought, you know, to do that. So, cause I, I really think it's like an important song that I just want to like. It should it should exist for like future generations. Yeah, man. Mm, yeah, for sure. So, so I'm thinking yeah. I might clean up some of the the cussing. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> it's just you know, my friend who's my friend who's actually the one that brought me to church for the first time. Mm-hmm. He he was. T- he, he was telling me like, "Yo, don't take out the cursing. <laughs> like it adds power to the track. Yeah, you know what I mean? keep it raw. Yeah, so man. Like, oh man, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, I, like, like you said, like the, the song, like the quality is not that great. You know, like it, it yeah. sounded like you recorded it in the basement on a computer mic. You know, but the thing about it is like the emotion and the, you could feel, you could feel the, the heart. You know what I'm saying? So like, it is a, it's a powerful track, man, and and. Any Korean kid out there should listen to this track at least mm-hmm. once, you know? Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I want to, like, remake it and just kind of mm-hmm. make it more official, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would be epic, man. A video for that would be crazy, man. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah. I don't, get I don't even done, know. done, man. <laughs> yeah, get a Kickstarter started, man. I, I throw, like, 20 bucks to, to fund that shit. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So, like you said... Uh, there was a period where you kind of dropped off a little bit because, you know, um, like, like, you know, we we named so many artists that went off to do like amazing things in hip hop, you know, like say Dumbfounded, Far East Movement, um, even your buddy Flo Sick, you know, went to do amazing things in hip hop. And then at that era, I'm always wondering, like, yo, where's DYP? What happened to DYP? I'm like, you know, if anybody's about to blow, yo, it's DYP, man, you know, but like you went you went MIA for a while. Um what happened there? What happened during the dark times, bro? <laughs> Yo, man, it's just journey, man. Life is a journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I was I was like heavy working on an album at the time. I don't know if you remember, it's called The Sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working on that album. I had a bunch of albums that I was working on that I just kind of scrapped, and then I kind of like focused on this album called The Sickness. So I was heavy into that. Um, I left probably like in 05. 05 mm-hmm. is like when I just stopped for no reason whatsoever like it wasn't like it wasn't like i had this big plan in my head like you know i'm gonna walk away now or like i'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. like there was no moment like that i remember Mm -hmm. i did i did like a show in new york like uh fall of 04 i think and then i don't know what happened man i was just kind of working on the album but i just got caught up in life like you know like life wasn't great you know what i mean like yeah you know when you kind of live in like you know I i was like partying and you know doing wrong things and you know, just living kind of like reckless a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of floating around and things like that. Um, so I think around 05. So what happened was um, I was like, my, my brother got me a job at his job. Mm-hmm. So before that, I was just kind of like getting by, like just hustling things. And you know what I mean? Just like, yeah, getting, I was like yeah. gambling and getting money. Like, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, But yeah, my, my brother was like, yo, you got to like kind of settle down and, you know, you know, get a job and, you know, get yourself together a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, all right, word. So, um, so yeah, I started working. So, you know, that obviously eats up a lot of your time and energy, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but it was all right. You know, it's good to have some money in my pocket and this and that. And then, and then, um, you know, like what really happened though was like, I look back on it now and like, I really feel like it was like God's hand up in there the whole time. Um, cause like I had a lot of opportunities, bro. Like there were so many opportunities that I just like, I didn't do it intentionally at the time, but like, I, I kind of like had this, I realized I had this thing where I was like uh, self-sabotaging myself. Mm. Oh, really? Like, I had like big opportunities. Like yeah. y'all wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, like Jay-Z's heard my music. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. Mm. And I, I remember when Jin got signed, I, I met up with, um, I, yeah, I met up with like the Rough Rider dudes, like some of the management and stuff like that. Um, and there was like talk of like, you know, like Jay-Z and, um, I forgot who was rocking. It was like the diplomats. You remember diplomats? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Yeah, like they were yeah. they were kind of talking to me to to do something, you know? Wow. They they sent me to like different places to like, you know, spit for people and things like mm-hmm. that. Their studios. Um but what what had happened was I was actually kind of like that was kind of advancing and then one of the dudes got shot. <laughs> one of the oh. dudes shot. He didn't mm-hmm. die. So he he recovered. Okay. But yeah, like mm-hmm. the main dude that was kind of like kind of like vouching for me, you know. Yeah. He got shot. And then, um, I don't know, probably something about that kind of like you know, you. steered me away a little bit. So, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, do I want to be in this world right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, no, I, I, was, I, was, I was having like dreams and stuff at the time too. That was just kind of like, you know, kind of killing my, uh, my drive a little bit for that stuff, you know? But basically, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I started working and then, and then, um, Oh, so yeah, I, I started working for a few months and then um, I had a friend, this is where Nebraska comes in, into the story. Okay. I had a friend who um, was moving cross country to Denver and he was like, yo, you want to, you want to help me move and just help me drive, whatever, you know? So I was like, all right, let's do it. So we went and we spent like a night in Omaha, Nebraska. And I met this girl. There's always a girl, right? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Girl. And then um, I thought she was like the girl of my dreams. You know what I mean? And then, um, so we started up like a little relationship like that night, you know what I mean? Wow. Okay. Wow. And then, um, yeah, it was like instant connection type stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So then, you know, after I helped my friend move, um, I flew back and then, uh, we just stayed in touch, me and this girl. And then like, it just advanced like really quickly. And then I was, she was basically like, yo, either I got to move out there or you got to move out here. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. she had like a lot more commitments than I did. So I was like, all right, I'll move out there, you know? So that's what happened. So I moved out there for like two years. Wow. And, but it was during that time that I feel like God ironed out like a lot of the, the stuff that was leading me the wrong way, you know? Really? Yeah, man. It was like, um, cause you know, like even if I had blown or made it or whatever like that, like mm-hmm. I was just like making poor decisions and, you know, not living the right, like my focus right. was on the, right, on the yeah. right, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I felt like I had this realization like much later, like years later that, God used that girl to like bring me out there to just kind of get me away from everything, you know? Yeah. Just give me yeah. like a little breathing space. Cause it's a whole different lifestyle out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like, cause that was like the only thing that would have gotten me out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, my girl, like my dream girl. Right. Yeah. But what I realized later is like that girl represented everything that I thought I wanted in life. You know, mm-hmm. so it was like, yo, like she was like everything I thought I wanted, you know? Like cool chick, like you know, likes to party, like pretty, like all this stuff, right? But what I realized is like, you know, like so that relationship didn't work out. And that really broke me. Like that was the most broken moment I had in my life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
I remember like this dramatic scene, man. I was like on the swing set, like, <laughs> like the day we oh. broke up. Like, I just walked to like a nearby playground, tears. I was oh, just like, no. like, you know what it was? I was just like, yo, how could I have been so wrong? Because it was, I was like so mm-hmm. short, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like an instinctual person. I'm like, yo, like I know this is it, and like mm-hmm. I'm usually like spot on, you know. But this is the one time where I was like really wrong, you know. And I, I like gambled everything on it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I remember like my parents telling me, yo, don't go, don't go, you know. My brother's telling me, don't go. It's a bad decision, you know? And I was like, yo, y'all don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that situation just tore me away from everything. Um, And what's crazy is like, once I kind of like got all that out. So what happened was I started working for this dude out there. And he had like a, he was like a family man. You know what I mean? Like real like religious dude had eight kids you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. but i got to spend a lot of time with his family and for me you gotta understand for me that was like a whole different like i can't i came from a broken home like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i saw his life and you know i started looking at it like yo that's not a bad life you know mm-hmm. just like having a wife kids like he, he seems happy he's at peace you know what i mean i'm always like having wars going on all around me you know so i i think I was brought out there to see that because what happened was then I moved back and like, you know, after I got adjusted, like a couple months later, I met, you know, my future wife. Wow. Yeah, man. It was. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, man. It was, it was like, yeah. and it was, and with her, it was like instant. Like everything was instant. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I met her. I just knew, I, I literally asked her basically to marry me on the first date. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. Like, I didn't ask her. Like she, yeah. she asked me like, she turned to me. I don't know why she would do this because it's not even like her personality. Mm-hmm. She turned to me and she was just like, yo, what are your intentions with me? You know what I mean? And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I can't explain it. The first thought that zapped into my head was like, yo, I want to marry you and have kids. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> wow. I, t- I told her, I was like, yo, I can't say that. I can't I can't tell you what's in my head, you know? And yeah. she was like, nah, you could tell me, you could tell me, you know? And she mm-hmm. kept pushing and pressing. And I was like, yo, like, I like this girl. Like, I don't want to like. Scared like, off. Yeah, like, well, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. But she kept pressing me and I was just, I just turned to her and I was like, yo, <laughs> I'd like to marry you and have kids, you know? And then yeah. she, she didn't flinch. She was just like, yo, that sounds pretty good, you know? So that's that's what happened, man, you know? So that's, that's kind of where I was at. And then um, I was just doing life, bro. I was like, I was happy, you know? I ended up getting married, ended up having a kid. Uh, <laughs> eventually, like, that led me to God. Started, like, going to church, cleaned up my life. Like everything just started getting fixed up and I was good and I was happy. Right. And then um, I was done with rap. I was like, yo, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm happy with my life. I'm mm-hmm. good. You know? mm-hmm. Thank, thank the, thank the Lord. You know what I mean? Like I was good. And then funny thing happened. Like, I guess some people, like, I didn't even talk about rap. I was like, yo, I don't want nobody knowing that part of me and no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I guess people at church, they found out that I used to be a rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of leaked out and I felt kind of a little bit like, man, I don't want them discovering all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, the past, yeah. Like they know me as this, this type, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, you know, eventually like, so there was like this like talent show at church. Like it was like a New Year's talent show or something like that. So they kept sending out this email being like, yo, do you rap? sing or dance <laughs> like, you and they wrote it for you <laughs> yeah they just wanted you to do yeah that. exactly, exactly. It's, it's not a big church either so they just kept saying like do you rap sing or dance and they kept sending this email out and i didn't respond 
But my wife was like, yo, I think they want you to rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta say that. I hadn't rapped in like years, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna write something new, fresh after 10 years or something, you know what I mean? So I was just yeah. like, oh, I don't know, man. I was like, so I, that led me to start looking at the old songs. I was mm -hmm. like, yo, is there any song I could do that's kind of appropriate for church, you know? So there was this one track that I, I didn't really ever release it. Mm -hmm. It was deep, bro. It was it was kind of like talking about God and it was like, um, yeah, it was like a real introspective track. But, you know, it's, it had like some suicidal tones. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I don't want to live no more, you know what I mean, type thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, that track, like, that that could work, you know? So mm -hmm. I decided to just do that one. But then I got to church and they're like, it, it's kind of like a heavy track, you know, like yeah. there's, there's heavy themes up in there, you know, mm -hmm. but I got to church that night and I've seen little kids running around. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be talking about depression and suicide yeah. and stuff like that up in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You know, but basically when the time came, I was just like, all right, let me just do this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did it and it just sparked something, you know? As soon as I did it, I was just like, yo, you know, like, I feel like I'm supposed to, like, start rapping again, you know? Word. And what it reminded me of was, like, so, you know, like, I got, like, this little studio down here, right? My dream, like, that, all those years I was actually pursuing rap and pushing hard, you know, like, I was always, like, in unstable situations, just crashing at my brothers, like, different things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And my dream was just to, like, have, like, my own space and, like, just be able to create anytime I want. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had been living in this, this crib for like two years and like, I just, it was just filled with boxes and storage, you know, mm -hmm. after I performed that night, it just hit me. And I was like, yo, all I ever wanted was to like have my own creative space and be able to like create whenever I wanted. And God gave me this house to like do that in. And I'm just like wasting it, you know, mm -hmm. using it as storage basically. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I came home and like literally I built like this whole studio here in like two days. Bro. Wow. <laughs> I started like hammering tables together and like, yeah, man, I just made this whole spot. And then like, yeah. So that that's kind of like what happened. And then for like two years, I was just like fighting against like coming back to rap. I, don't, I really didn't want to do it. I was like, because you got to say my life was pretty stable. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, all good. But I think what it really was for me was um, like rap represented like the old me. Mm -hmm. you know like mm. and there was like a lot i mean it was good times from like a worldly sense but there was a lot of like darkness there too you know right and you got like i'm in a completely different place now so i'm like i just associated rap with that so i'm just like i don't want to go back there you know yeah but during those two years like funny things happened man like i realized that like i never really stopped rapping like i would put on beats and i just start rapping to them and then i was just like yo like i was but i only did it when i was by myself okay you know? okay i was just put on beats i'd be like rapping and i was just like it felt so free and good mm -hmm. and i was just like yeah i think god really made me to be a rapper man <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, i think I, I think i need to do this you know so mm -hmm. yeah man, that's what happened so mm -hmm. it's probably been like two years now that i'm like i've been going at it again you know yeah i mean hey since you started popping up on social media again i'm like yo i gotta follow this guy man you know so i've been following the stuff you've been doing you know the music sounds good right uh, but before we get into the music, though, you know, because, um, you know, throughout this whole interview, um, you talked about your your Christian faith, right? Uh, your relationship with God. Um, it seems like it's a big part of your life now, right? Um, 
what like were you were you religious you know even during the rap era or when did when did the flip when did the switch flip for you and you're like okay this is this is me now yeah um i mean so i grew up in i grew up going to a church but there was like yeah. it wasn't like anything like I, I i never felt they never taught me anything about god like i don't know anything about god about yeah about jesus nothing you know mm-hmm. um so i in my mind i thought i was christian but i wasn't you know mm-hmm. um and during the rap era i mean yeah i mean it was the same thing like i think i always believed in god mm-hmm. but you know I, i i didn't know what that meant and i didn't know like how to live live like as a christian you know so like i wouldn't consider myself christian at all but what's crazy was remember how i just told you guys when they asked me to do the talent show I went mm-hmm. back and looked at my old music. Mm-hmm. Bro, when I started looking through like all the old songs, maybe like 90% of the tracks, there's like some type of mention of like either God or praying or higher or power, sin or like just something related to it, you know? Yep. Even if I use it in the wrong context, but it was like, <laughs> yeah. I might be dissing somebody and calling them like a golden calf false idol or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's still like that element there. And I'm like, yo, yeah. where did that come from? Because I don't really know like, anything about you know christianity or nothing like that back then you know mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure i picked up things from my childhood and things like that but i found out later like you know i have like a big family as far as like uncles and aunts and things like that like my dad's youngest of eight my mom's youngest of nine you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. a lot of uncles and cousins and stuff like that you know but i found out later like people told me later like after i became christian they're like yo like this person's been praying for you for a long time and this person's been praying you know so I guess that's how it works. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were, those prayers got answered finally. So, um, but yeah, during that time, I mean, there were, I think I was spiritual in a sense because like, I just had that in me and, you know, like, like I remember times when I was like really like pushed to the brink of like just depression and like, and I, you can see, I'm a pretty happy dude. I was always like this, you know, mm-hmm. then, you know, sometimes late at night, you're by yourself, your thoughts get with you, you know, you start thinking all types of sideways. And, you know, there's a lot of times where I went through like, suicidal type tendencies and you know times where life felt really heavy and hard and i was just like yo it's too much work man i just i just want to end it you know what i mean so i went through those times but i remember during those times when like i just got pushed to these extremes i would just close my eyes and i was praying but i didn't realize i was praying you know i mean mm-hmm. i knew i was praying to something but i didn't really understand what i was doing you know right and i remember i would just like close my eyes and just start praying until um until i felt like i was done And then when I opened my eyes, like, I just felt better. And I couldn't explain. It. I was like, yo, I just, that really helped. So once I started realizing that, I, I started going to that more and more, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's not, like, where I found my faith, though, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, but those little, like, those little seeds, like, I remember them. So, like, when I actually started, like, kind of thinking about God more seriously, I started remembering those times. I was like, yo, God was with me during those times, you know? Like, just kind of mm-hmm. show me. And giving me peace and these things like that you know like because i could i could have ended it back then and when you think about it from god's perspective i always think about it like yo he was looking at me then like struggling and just wanted to give up you know what i mean and wanted to quit and like he knew what was what he had waiting for me like this wife and this kid and like this joy you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like imagine how heartbreaking that is if you're god looking at me like about to give up you know what i mean being mm-hmm. like yo just hold on you know what i mean just hold on yeah like just just there's greater things at the end that he wants yeah. you to see imagine but but yeah. you made it out and now wife kids and now with god and 
you putting music back up again. So it, it's great. I think it's yeah, chill, amazing. Bro. <laughs> chill, preach, brother. Yeah. yeah, yo, it's good to see you. Honestly, like, like I, I knew you, discovered you in the rap era, you know, like, and you know, of course, there's a part of me that's like, yo, I want DYP to get back to that gutta gutta, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like, it, and it's same with Jin. You know, Jin is very Christian now too, right? So like, sometimes I'm like, man, Jin, I just want you to get back to that Rough Rider era, you know. But then like seeing you guys so happy, seeing yeah. you guys living your life now, I'm like, man, I can't hate on that, you know. So. <laughs> Like I, I, I honestly, it makes me feel good to see you do good. You know, um, now so you that you know you're, what, what? You bring up oh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. No, yeah. All right, it just brings up a good point because, like, you know, yeah. when I first started, like, realizing, all right, I think I got to rap for God now. You know. Yeah. You know, like I didn't know how to rap for God. <laughs> you gotta understand, like, <laughs> like I can't, no I can't different even, thing. Like, freestyle really like that no more because my yeah. mind always goes back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like a different language, really, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like when you're freestyling, your mind is just like on some type of autopilot type thing, you know? Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, man, like like if I start freestyling, I'll, I'll just start cursing or something. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> that worked that out, right? But, um, yeah, well, the first couple of times I sat down to try to write some rest for God, like, like technically they sounded okay, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. But when I listened to it, I'm like, it didn't sound like me. I was like, yo, it's, it don't sound <laughs> like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you were saying, like, it took me a long time to kind of like get to that point where I feel like, yo, I can still do me and like do it in, you know, in a way that glorifies God. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. So I think like, if you like that raw DYP, like I have some tracks that are like raw, you know what I mean? Like, okay. All like, right. It's mm. hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually funny story, like some dudes from that era, um, I hadn't seen one of them in like years, like seven years, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. and the other dude, I hadn't, I only saw him once. I saw him like last year or maybe a year and a half ago for the first time in years too, you know, and these, these are dudes I used to, you know, get into trouble with and, you know, do all that with, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we used mm -hmm. to rap together too. And, you know, so they came through like literally like a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I, don't know if you saw, I put up on my stories, but it was it was interesting because one of them I had actually like talked to about God like the last time I saw him like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me like this whole testimony about, yo, I was like, you know, just going through all this stuff. And then I saw your video Frontlines pop up on YouTube and I listened to it and I was like, yo, this is crazy. That DIP is like Christian now, this and that, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. but it peaked, it peaked something in him. And then when we met up, like I got to pray for him and it was like it was deep. You know what I mean? And um. Basically, like since the year and a half since then, like I think he's like getting closer to God and stuff like that now. So he came through, and then this other dude who's like not a believer at all, he came through too. But we just had like a dope, like two hour conversation, and then it was like three in the morning. They're like, "Yo, put on some beats, man." You know what I mean? So I put on some <laughs> beats, like raw beats. Like these these dudes okay. the only like they only mess with like raw beats, like like necro type beats. You know what I mean? Okay, like, all right, all right. Like, hard, <laughs> you know. So I put on this one beat. It was hard. And we just kind of all looked at each other like, yo, you feeling this beat? You feeling this beat? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, if y'all want to do something, we could do something right now, you know? So, yo, yeah. it was it was actually two in the morning. And then uh, we spent an hour writing all our verses. Mm -hmm. And then three in the morning, man, we, we laid it down, man. So that's going to be coming out soon. That's coming out in like... Uh, Mm. I don't know. By the time this airs, maybe it'll be off. But. Yo, you heard it here first, man. We're getting yeah. the exclusives right now, man. <laughs> That's uh, but it's interesting because the first dude, like I said, he's not he's not a, a Christian. He's not mm -hmm. a believer. But 
um, the song is basically like kind of recreation of like our conversation. So he was, he was, he's going through stuff, you know, like he's going through mm. like a lot of struggle and mental stuff and health stuff. And he was just kind of saying like, yo, I haven't, I haven't advanced at all in my life and things like that. He was just kind of sharing with that. So that kind of comes out in the rap. Mm-hmm. And then the second dude is the one I kind of, you know, you know, kind of talk to about God and he, he, you could see his part of where he's at in his journey. And then I go last, you know? Yeah. So, but it's a hard track. Like we, we went in, like, it's, it's hard. It sounds like real old, old DYP. That's actually what one of them said. It was like, yo, I could hear the old DYP. (laughs) That's awesome, man. So now that you're doing Christian music, right? Um, Do you, how do you feel about Christian music as a whole? Because you like, you know, um, you were like, again, you were raw DYP, you know what I'm saying? So like coming into, you know, a lot of Christian music, I think gets a really bad rep, you know, um, yeah. uh, you know, especially with like even hip hop, right. Or, or rock or rock, you know, oh, like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. a lot of like these hardcore guys would be like, yeah, it's watered down, you know, mm-hmm. like, did you, did you have that? Uh, sort of perspective going into the scene um, I, we're talking just musically not the not the not not the religion like just musically like what was your thought on christian hip-hop and uh, i'm gonna give me in trouble here <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. no 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 yeah um yo you guys are coming up with good questions by the way man no thanks man that's why we're here man pretty, uh, pretty polished at this already hey we're just fans of dyp you know what i mean mm. <laughs> um no nah, that's that's a great question because yeah, like I said, it was hard for me to find my voice when mm-hmm. I was coming back into Christian, you know, Christian music and like just kind of looking at the Christian hip hop scene. Like I didn't even know there was a scene, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I actually I remember I YouTube like Christian hip hop or Christian rap, one of them. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of seeing like who came up, whatever. And um, there was one dude that I listened to. It was just like this bootleg little video of this dude in his bedroom, like spitting some raps. And that was the only dude I felt. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to him and I was like, yo, that dude can spit. And like, he's coming from the heart. And I felt that it was, it was just like a little bootleg video in the, in the bedroom, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that dude ever did anything, you know? But it turns out he's like, he's like huge now. He's pretty big. He's uh, Brian, Cray? Brian Trejo. Brian Trejo. Oh, Brian Trejo. Trejo. He's okay. got like a massive following, but like, he's, he's really like genuine, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, that's one dude I, I definitely like could rock with, but uh, he's a little different from my style. Like he's, I kind of compare him to like a Christian, like a like a Tupac. Oh, oh. really? He's like okay. a Christian Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Like he he just he comes from the heart, you know. Everything's like heart. But he's dope. Um, but yeah, most of the dudes initially that I came across, I, I was just kind of like, it's all right, but it's not really, <laughs> like it's not really my flavor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I Is like it because that. it's like too 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 soft or like just like not like more aggression or not raw feelings are it's too yeah, polished like, for you. What's considered like, what, good Christian rap to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's yeah, the categories? So, <laughs> so most of the dudes I listen to, like, like I respect what they're doing, but it's just mm-hmm. not for me. You know what I mean? It's not, right. it's not what I would like put on for me to just, you know, mm-hmm. catch like something too. You know what I mean? Um, but it took me a long time. Let me say that. It took <laughs> a long time to kind of find dudes that I kind of like, you know, could rock with. But really, you know, you guys know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for like just dope beats and just like lyrics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think through this process of discovering, trying to find like people, like it did expand kind of what I'm into. Because you know, there's two things at play. There's like the Christian aspect of it, but then there's also like you know, musical tastes have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so like yeah. Um, but 
I, I can kind of get with like some of the newer type of music now, you know, if it's mm-hmm. well done, I can get with it, you know, like, yeah, a lot of dudes are just like that, like, just want the classic type sound. They're just like, yo, that's trash. That's trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I always try to see like what the artist is trying to do with it, you know? Right. Right. I just think it's a lot easier for like the trash type of artist to like get on these days. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you just, there's just more trash to filter through, but like, you mm-hmm. know. Wait, hold up. Are you telling me there's Christian mumble rap? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh, <laughs> oh. that's like, uh, like the, probably the most prominent. Whoa, really? Oh, I didn't really? even know this, yo. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that. Wow. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense because there's so much youth, right? Yeah, a lot that's of the music follows yeah. kind of like the secular music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, like I don't get caught up in all that. Like I thought about it for a while and some people were just like, Yo, maybe you should like do like newer type styles, whatever. And I thought about it. I tried some things out, but I was just like, nah, you know what? I'm gonna just be me. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be you. Because I know that there's people that are looking for that sound too, you know? And I'm just You're like looking Yo, at him right here, man. <laughs> yeah, do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and as I kind of decided that, I felt like more of like like now it's very natural for me to make like a Christian rap song. And it mm. sounds like me, and it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's I mean, I don't know if you want to name names, but there's a, there's a couple of dudes like Dayton, you know Dayton. He, he's no. very lyrical. No, is he yeah, a Christian he, rapper? Yeah, he's a Christian rapper. He's okay. He he's up there. Like he he does his thing. Like he's um he he you know he's he's been on like Shade Forty Five. Like, oh nice. Like he, yeah. he gets like invited to like some of the more mainstream type things. And mm-hmm. yeah, like like for me, I think the one that I could remember more vividly that Christian rapper thing is more Lecrae, and along those lines, like he's like the one of the bigger ones that everyone would want to get on for some reason like yeah. in terms of like if they want to talk christian rap or anything it's lecrae and then the mc Jin as well once he turned like the christian rap kind of thing when he puts out music people will talk about him but mm-hmm. you don't really hear too much about christian rap i think christian rock is still kind of the mainstream kind of thing just because a lot of church would still play it like as the main kind of gospel music but for christian rap it's still kind of hard i think in terms of the get into churches to like have them play it for gospel music i think that's the reason yeah no that's i'm i'm actually interested in like you guys's perspective because like i don't know what it looks like from like you people that aren't in christian rap you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it is it is kind of like a small segment you know what i mean yeah um but i feel like a lot of people in christian rap are like so involved in christian rap yeah. that like it feels bigger than it is you know so yeah but like, you know, like, like you said, most people only know like a Lecrae or, you know, like an Andy Minio maybe or something like that. But um, I mean, to be honest, like I, I never really like got with Lecrae's music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just not for me. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, but like a lot of people and the, as I listen to it, nah, nah, you know, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> 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 I was just gonna say like, yeah. by the time I came around, I started listening to his music. Um, like it changed. It was different from his earlier music. Mm-hmm. In yeah. The early music, he was talking a lot about like it was very like Christ centered and things like that, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people in Christian rap are looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the music, by the time I came around and started catching on, it was it was not like that. It, it just sounded like regular music, you know? Mm. It's a lot more commercial than yeah. you would have expected from yeah. his come up. Like I, I heard his stuff earlier on compared to like now. There, you could hear the difference where he's like, really trying to catch the wave in terms of current music and like secular music at least i'm not saying his content is any worse but like you could hear the difference like musically of what he's trying to do so is there certain requirements that you got to hit in order to be labeled like 
quote unquote Christian rapper. Like, 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 you know, Tupac is Christian, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> but it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think he's a Christian rapper, but like, you know, like he's a Christian. So like, at what point does it become like Christian music? Bro, that's that's like the the whole debate raging <laughs> Christian rap, man. It's that's like yeah. a whole debate. Um, yeah, that's that's a deep topic. Like, yeah, and you know, like I have my thoughts on it, but mm-hmm. by by no means do I think that's the authoritative stance. You know, mm-hmm. um, for me, I mean, I think like you know, like when you're truly living as a Christian, like everything should be filtered through that lens. You know. Mm. Um, so every song doesn't explicitly have to be like Jesus, 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 but mm-hmm. it should be filtered through that. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I feel like there's a lot of Christian hip hop artists that call themselves Christian hip hop artists that like they're literally just talking about like their life and like partying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just like, like, it's not a Christian life. <laughs> they'll, they'll give Jesus a quick shout out. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah. yo, thanks, Jesus, for like <laughs> I, I could think of one in particular, but I guess we shouldn't name names, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, nah, but that's the whole question. It's like some people think like if you're a Christian person mm-hmm. and you make hip hop, is that Christian hip hop? Mm. You know, or like does it explicitly have to be like a, a Christian message? You know, right, right, right. Um, I I tend to think like if you're a Christian and you just want to make hip hop or you just want to make whatever type of music, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. You know, mm-hmm. um, if that's your decision or that's kind of where you led. Um, but I kind of have a little bit of an issue with, um, them like promoting it as Christian hip hop and kind of like taking that audience away from people who like genuinely want like to be fed through the music. Mm. You know? mm. Um, and that's, that's the thing, like, like we were saying before, it's a small segment, like there's yeah. not like a whole lot of people or attention there. So at least leave that for the people who are really trying to like, you know, come with like, right. You know, a, christian message right and there's people that want to be fed that but yeah you know like if if all they're seeing and on all the christian like news outlets or whatever is like this dude or lecrae or this and that over and over they're gonna rock with that you know Mm because they think that's the big thing you know but if he was out of that space and like they're just like real christ-centered people with a christ message you know kind of being put in front of them then they could rock with that you know so that's kind of my position on it yeah um, some people like take offense to it, but you know, it's, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. You know what I mean? So that's awesome, man. Um, let's talk a little bit about your music. You know, you're saying you're working on a lot of, a lot of, a lot of gems in the vault right now. So, um, what can we expect from DYP in the, in the coming months? So, um, I've been working on these two albums for like a long time. Okay. Um, the first album that I was, uh, I felt like I was supposed to put out is going to be called Overcoming Darkness. Mm-hmm. called overcoming darkness right so uh it's basically just about overcoming all types of darkness so it could be all right so you know like god says that there's like a kingdom of light which is his kingdom and then there's a kingdom of darkness right which is like satan's kingdom it's kind of like the kingdom that we're all in kind of you know um but basically it's about overcoming that darkness right like spiritual darkness spiritual blindness right mm-hmm it's about overcoming just all types of darkness, depression. It's about overcoming um, like sin, overcoming, you know, the devil, like all these things, you know? So all the songs kind of address some aspect of that. So that's called overcoming darkness. And it's it's just like the perfect thing for me to lead off with because I feel like I overcame darkness, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So that's the first album. And then um, the second album is just like, you're going to like this one. It's, it's called Sledgehammer. Okay. It's just like straight up, like hard, like, like <laughs> the, first, the first single I released from it is, is uh, I don't know if you heard it, it's called Forgot to Love the World. But at the end of it, I'm just saying like, yo, I'm, I'm here to like smack you in the face with the gospel. You know what I mean? Like Ooh. that's the type of music it is. It's like smack okay. you in the face with the gospel type music, you know? Yeah. So that's really like where I get busy and kind of do like my boom bap thing, you know? That's like awesome. the Overcoming Darkness album is very different, like sonically. Like it's not my typical sound, but like it's definitely like the album I'm supposed to make right now. Right. Um, It's got like a lot of pianos. It's very like, you know. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, like every song has like some type of piano stuff in it. It's very like spiritual, but it's dope. It's super dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna come out with that. I'm trying to push it out like this summer. Like I said, maybe like late July, August, something like that. And then the other album is gonna come right after that, like in the fall, probably like October. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear, it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, man, honestly, it's been such a great time talking to you like yo <laughs> i can't i still can't believe i'm talking to dyp right now you know what i'm saying like Dude, you're having a major fanboy moment yeah right? like yeah. i've been listening to this guy for years man you know what i'm saying um but thank you for even giving us your time man like i really appreciate it um yeah, man. for the people that are listening they really want to rock with you uh where can it where's the where's the best place to find you and your music your work um i'm most I'm most active on Instagram, so just follow me at the official DYP at the official DYP. That's the same handle like on on every platform. So mm-hmm. on Twitter, I'm at, at the official DYP on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to get the YouTube and the Spotify popping. You know what I mean? But I'm like I'm like one man show right now, so yeah, I, I need y'all help, man. You know what I mean? like, We're here, man. We're definitely here. <laughs> uh, check in with me on YouTube, Spotify. I, I try to do like different content for the different platforms. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Um, yeah, so so will the will the albums be released on Spotify or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Be on Spotify, and I'm gonna go old school, and I'm gonna I'm gonna print up a few hard copies too. So. Oh, Yo, dope. consider one sold, man. I'm buying that for yeah. show. And also <laughs> check out the DYP clothing brand, right? That's right. That's right. Thank yeah. you for the plug, bro. Thank you for the plug. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's something that was on my heart for like years. Um. But that is, um, that's something I'm, yeah, that's like a long-term thing. I'm, I'm going to be building and growing that, you know what I mean? But right now I'm focused on the music, so I'm just trying to like mm, yeah. get that out. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push the, the, the clothing brand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But you know you know how that came about was like, this is actually a few years ago. I walked into like a Hot Topic, you know Hot Topic? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and you know, my kid was like little back then and, you know, he was all into like just any type of toy, you know? So I walked in there, I was like, I'm going to get him a, like a toy, right? Everywhere I looked, it was like some little demon or something. Yeah. Evil, you know what I mean? yeah, no, yeah. Talking, all right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, everything yeah. looks evil. And I'm just like, yo, that's kind of scary for him. Yo, that's kind of yeah. scary. You know what I mean? So as I looked at that, I was just like, for some reason in that moment, like everywhere I looked, I just saw something like like evil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, like this this email address popped into my head and it's my cousin's email address. And he, he's like a pastor, but it said, God is cool. It's like, God is cool at whatever Gmail or whatever that email popped into my head for some reason. And then from that moment, I was just like, yo, like I wish people had like more options. Like I wish like if, if I'm like a young Christian kid, like I don't have that many options. Like all my options are like evil, you know what I mean? Like evil mm-hmm. music, evil clothing, evil, like, yeah. whatever, you know, gear. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, I, I would love to like, 
have more options available for like 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 cool christian clothes cool christian like little whatever you know merch and stuff yeah. rap cool christian you know music you know what i mean yeah so that's that's kind of like what i'm about right now i'm just like yo i'm gonna make some fly hip-hop you know but that's like christ-centered and like really pushing that and clothing i want to make you know some fly clothing that's you know pushing that so that's kind of like how all that started you know that's awesome man yeah i mean it's great to see you just even getting creative man so like i i'm rooting for you i'm down to see whatever creations you're 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 out, down to put out you know what i'm saying so yo yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to get you back you know what i'm saying like to when you do more stuff when you put out more stuff that you know will bring you back to promote it you know we're, we're here for you so with that said uh kyle why don't you uh give the audience um drop your links you know because you have your own podcasts yeah. where can people listen to you so again um I have a podcast called What Kind of Asian Are You Podcast? And um, you can find it all over your different uh, digital distributing platforms. So anywhere you can stream it. And check out the Instagram at What Kind of Asian Pod. And Robin, where can people find you? Me, you can find me on Instagram at Conrock, C-O-N-R-O-C. But most importantly, yo, give, give the show Instagram a follow. You know, we just got it up. We need some more love on there. So follow uh, the Never Jaded Instagram at Never Jaded Pod, you know, and DM us, you know, you want, you want, you want a certain guest on, you want to hear us talk about certain topics, yo, hit us up there, you know what I mean? And of course, follow DYP, you know what I'm saying? Um, mad respects for doing the show. And yo, we hope to hear from you again, man. Real talk. <laughs> yo, fun, man. I appreciate you guys having me on and taking the time. Yeah, man. Support. All right. And with that, we're out. Peace. Peace.